On today's episode of Movie Stalkers, we are talking The Hunt, which is now available on streaming. It was in theaters for maybe a week before everything kind of went to shit. We also get an introspective from Thomas, who is a nurse right now on the front line, and kind of get his perspective on everything during this pandemic and how it's going. We also talk a little bit about, with our gyms being closed, what we're doing for our workouts, and some random movies that you can stream on Amazon, Netflix, and just some other fun stuff. Until then, take care, guys, and enjoy the show. What's up, guys? Welcome to Movie Stalkers. I'm Brad, and I'm here with Tom. Good morning, Vietnam. How's it going? It is going. It's been a minute. Uh, I think we did our last episode. I don't even fucking remember, dude. So it was not last weekend, but the weekend before. The weekend before. Okay, yeah. So days don't matter right now. Everyone knows that. Um... Yeah, it's been like two weeks. We did that episode with Wyatt. If you have guys haven't listened to that, go check out that episode. We did um, Spider-Man Far From Home with Wyatt Stav, professional drummer, and we discussed keto diet, fitness, and all that jazz. And of course, today we're going to talk about the thing that everyone's talking about is COVID-19 or the coronavirus or the Chinese virus, depending on how racist you want to be. <laughs> Or how many people you want to trigger. We can call it the Chinese bat virus. Um, so we're going to talk about it. Uh, we'll try to keep it short and sweet. Because it seems like that is everything that is on social media today. Like I had to search on Instagram to find a meme that wasn't related to the virus. Like that, and like that, I haven't even seen a single 420 joke. Like the, It's a month 420. And I haven't even seen a single 420 joke. Like We're really that messed up right now. <laughs> You just have to type in tiger, and then oh, wait, you might you might yeah. get something different. Yeah, Tiger King is one hundred percent the savior. Like the freaking not the hero we needed, but the hero not the hero we deserved, the hero we needed. The hero we needed this time. The hero we needed, but not the hero we deserved. Um, yeah, dude, I do also have a full-on handbar mustache. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Did you did mom show it to you? Yeah, I saw a pic. Did they make you shave your mustache? Nope. Or did they ask you to? Or uh, so I guess yeah, we can jump into into work with that. I'm sending you a photo of it right now just because I can. Um. Uh, basically, there is two types of uh protective systems you can wear masks or whatever one is an n95 most people know what that is it is a mask and it is called an n95 because it prevents 95 percent of particles or whatever from getting through so still five percent is getting through and so that's the Um, face mask with like the little square on the front right they don't even have to have a square on it really Mm -mm. ours are just like straight up colored there's like blue 
Well, you guys probably have better ones. No. Hopefully. No. <laughs> no, we're limited. So that's an N95. So you have to get fitted. You have to get fitted for an N95, and um, you you like put this this little thing on your around your head. It's like a little like a big spaceship thing. You put it around your head. And you, they spray something in there, and it's there's basically two sizes, small or regular, and like it's a no-brainer that I'm regular because I like Watson was like, yes, I'm obviously regular. But if you can smell anything, then they're like, okay, you need to go, you need the smaller one. If you can't smell anything, they know that you have the correct size fit. So it's like a suction fit. So right. to wear the N95, you can't have facial hair around like the side. You could have like basically a goatee. But you cannot have anything past that or even scruff because it works off of my bed. It works off of suction. Um, okay, that makes sense. So like it just like sticks to your face because it has to be airtight. It's like that wearing a like, mask underwater. Like if it doesn't fit, you're in deep shit right away. Yes, And exactly. if it does, you're solid. Yeah. And then there's the other mask system quote unquote which is called a papper and that is the one where like you see the people wear the little thing around their waist and it has the tube that comes up their back over to a mask a full face shield and what that does is it t sucks in air through the thing attached to above your butt through these two filters <laughs> and it goes up the tube and then it put forces air into your entire face shield mask and it forces the air out which makes basically what's called like a negative pressure so it doesn't allow anything to come into the mask because air is constantly being pushed out the whole time so okay. it's like has a has a, has a little fan you know it has right. a battery and it goes like and that one prevents 99.7 percent of stuff passing through and yeah. it's also it's also funny like you know like kills 99.9 percent .9 of germs blah 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 but like medical equipment is just so honest like 99.7 <laughs> you <laughs> like, still might die <laughs> yeah like you might still get something yeah. so i had to wear that originally because i couldn't my my beard was massive for those of you that don't know my beard was fucking massive i oh, full on mountain been, beard yeah i've been working as a nurse for six months and i did not shave since the day i started working or since the day I got hired, actually. But, um, yeah, so I put the papper on. And that thing goes around your entire face, like wraps around your head, basically. And my beard was still hanging out of it. <laughs> and so I said, this is unsafe. And, like, I just don't want to have this beard carrying around extra germs, maybe. So I shaved it into a handlebar mustache. I played the Titanic song while I was cutting it. It was great. <laughs> Did you see that video? No. Cams. <laughs> I'm excited right, to you, watch it. Do you have your phone on you? I do. Okay. You're going to listen to it right now. Is this a live reaction? This is a live reaction. Should I turn it up so we Absolutely can hear it? Absolutely. You should okay. turn it up. <laughs> Damn, you already sent it. You're prepping. Oh, you sent me a picture. That is like a full on. Is that Wyatt Earp or Doc Holliday? Who has the. I just got done filming the ranch. It's just basically tombstone. All right. <laughs> 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 
the regret after the first stripe. <laughs> oh, I had to commit. I like I did it right when I got home from work at like eight in the morning, and I was like, I either do it now because I fall asleep, wake up, it's not gonna happen. Damn, I didn't realize how bushy that thing was. Dude, it was fucking massive. I I cut down right the middle of uh, from my lip down, just like that little gap. Right. And I had enough hair that I was able to actually to cover back up that gap that I had just shaved. <laughs> you could hide it like a bald. I was like, I was like, I could literally hide it if I wanted to right now. But a lot of people were like, "Oh, haha, you shaved your beard, yada yada yada." But I was actually, a, like, a little upset because that is my that is like quote unquote my image. No one likes being told to change their image. Right. You know, it's like telling a girl, like, you need to, it would be like telling a girl that has long hair that's been growing out forever, like, hey, you need to cut your hair. You need to, you need to cut your hair to above your shoulder for safety reasons. Yeah, most girls like would that. freak out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, thank God I'm so goddamn hairy that it'll grow back really quick. Um, Literally, and <laughs> I, I clean shit, I shave with a razor before going into work, and then at the end of the day, people are like, oh, let me see, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, the crazy thing is, I say, you should see what I can do in a 12-hour shift. And then I show my face. And, like, I literally have almost... I have a full scruff beard again. <laughs> in 12 hours. <laughs> I could shave twice in, the, in a day. That's how hairy... and That's how fucking hairy I am, dude. I could shave twice in a day. What do you think it is with our genetics that, like, our beards can grow like a freaking plant, but the middle of our head stops learning how to grow? Well, mine's mine's getting some more brain cells implanted for the hair growing back. I have a shit ton of hair right now, actually. It's kind of weird. Yeah, you're surviving the whole hair tan. Yeah. So everyone in our family, every male, balds at like. 22. On the hair tan side. Yes. Uh, my Brad, you balded one. Uh, it started probably when I was like 24, 25. People started okay. to mention it to me. Okay, and he gets the MVP award because he accepted it and he shaved his head. I went Rogan. Yes. <laughs> that is the best thing you can do. Um, Brad shaved his head and grew a beard. That is, that's all you got to do, man. Like, I, I tell myself when I bald really bad, like when it happens, I'm just going to shave my head every day. And I'm going to have the biggest fucking beard. And it doesn't even matter for me and Brad because we both wear hats 24-7 when we're outside of work. All the time. Or you even wear one when you're at work. I wear one at work when I run, when I work out. I wear a beanie when I go to bed. Yep. I I literally wear a hat 20... I'm wearing a hat right now. You know, like some people have to have socks on. Like, I have to have something on my head or it feels weird. Like some people have to have stuff on their wrists. Speaking of which, um, this Rams hat is disgusting because uh, I wear it. It's the only, I'm a minimalist people. I don't no one probably knows that, <laughs> but I don't own many things at all. So I own one hat, but I wear it every day, 24 seven. So it has got the sweat marks running up and down. But sh- what I what I should do is I should get another hat that's like a nice hat. I need what, I need like what a kind of hat, hat do you want? I will I'll get you a hat. Um, I just want like another sports one. I'll get you a sports one. I imagine in like a quick minute, a lot of sports stuff is going to be very cheap to get. I want like a fifty nine fifty has to be fifty nine fifty snap snapback with the red and white tag. 
Okay. Or, or a fitted seven and a half. Do you Brad think, uh, what size is it? Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Do you think, uh, mm -hmm. um, snapbacks are overrated or underrated? Both. People that like snapbacks don't ever shut the fuck up about them, and people that don't like know about snapbacks like don't say anything i just like them it's because true. it's like, like a if diet. you're gonna buy a hat yeah if you're gonna yeah if you're gonna buy a hat off online like you don't know if you buy a fitted one it's a gamble sometimes because the fitted ones are never the fucking same they're so inconsistent like i can wear a seven and a half and i can wear a seven and three fourths just depends on which hat i get from the same company from 5950 or new era or whatever but with the snapback it's like it's cool because you can always adjust right so, um, let's do that. Get me a hat because you love me, mm -hmm. and send it here, and I will not open it until. And then you'll unbox next, it on the next. And I'll unbox next it on, on the next episode. All right. Um, keep in mind, I like. Actually, I don't give a fuck. Whatever. No, I got. I got I, one in mind. There's a. There's some cool hats out. Don't right okay. Yep. Okay. Um. But keep in mind, though, if if it's not the 5950 brand and it doesn't have the white and uh, red snapback it will be. sticker on it, it doesn't, like, those ones don't, it has to cover my ears. My ears are so big that the hat has to be a little bit bigger, like, deeper, you know, tall. The hat has to be tall right. to go over my ears. Yeah, so that's why I, I like the this. fitted ones. I'm that, I'm that douche, guys, that tucks my ears in, <laughs> and I have to because my ears are just so fucking big. I do it half the time. The other time I wear like a smaller hat, but I don't have quite the yeah. ear problem. Also, so I was saying Brad got me a really cool fucking Rams hat that I've never, ever seen before. Still to this day, I've never seen anyone wear it. And people always say like, what is that? I'm like, it's the St. Louis Rams. And I'm like, oh shit. I mean, Los Angeles Rams. The like, LA Rams. The Rams just changed their <laughs> logo and it looks fucking terrible. Oh, the new one? Yeah, it looks like a big penis. Looks like a penis. Do you think that it, that will even stick? That one is so bad. I don't see anyone that likes it. it. Like, they're trying to go like new era. Look it up. LA Rams. Oh, I've, logo. I've seen it. It's. I'll look it up again, but it's brutal. Why would you get rid of the fucking. the typical just Ram? That's why yeah. they had so, one of the cool ones. Are you looking at Are you looking at the one with the with the new ram with the horns <laughs> with the curled horns? Are you it looks at that like one? they're merging with the Chargers. No, look at it. <laughs> it's a penis where the eye goes down to the nose. That's a dick. If you look at their uh, history ones, like uh, like 1946, 1951, 1970. Dude, it legit looks 19... like a Chargers emblem. Like, it's for the Chargers, almost. It looks like a Charger exactly without, like, the edges on the bolt. Yep. Maybe it'll grow on me. I don't know, but... I don't think so. I love it looks the... like a knockoff version of, like, a Golden State Warriors emblem. It just looks cheap. It looks like someone rushed it. It looks like something you know. see at a gas station. When it's, like, $9 for that hat, and then you realize, like... They made it themselves. That's a very good fucking point. It's a $9 gas station hat. Yeah. I just missed the old one where it was... The one they had from 1989-2016 was just the regular Ram that was blue and gold, you know? 
I yeah, I like that. I think that one's cool and I think the ones they were doing the last couple of years were pretty cool. Yeah. I think when they feature like the ram itself, you know, not just the horns, like usually it's pretty cool. Yeah. And I'm wondering if their helmet's going to look different now. Like are they not going to Fun fact, the Rams were the first NFL team to paint their helmets. Were they really? The player drew the ramp drew the Ram logo because it's a good it's an easy logo to put on your helmet like, and that's how the Rams have always had their helmet and now their helmet's gonna look different. Yeah. I don't know. Sucks. I'm butthurt. They leave St. Louis. All yada yada yada. Got to stay with the fucking team, but well, now um, they're I'm close to looking... you. This is true. I have my basketball team, the Boston Celtics. And I'll always root for the Kings. I have the LA Rams, and then I have the Oakland Raiders. Oakland Raiders, Jesus, Oakland Athletics. Anywho, okay, so <laughs> diving in, diving into work, and continuing from the mask thing. I know I'm talking a lot, but no, you're good. My floor, my floor is strictly COVID-19 rule out. So if they suspect they have that someone has it, they come to my floor, and I take care of them. Now, I'm not going to say how many cases we have that are confirmed or negative, but let's just say that, yeah, it's not a good time. Um, I'm limited on gowns now, and I think I told Brad about this, but for everyone listening still, if you haven't paused or turned off the podcast yet, um, I'm limited to two, and it's now two, we was originally one, but two gowns per room per shift, and there are Putting a gown on because it's droplet precautions, which means you have to wear uh, uh, eye shield, like just goggles, basically. Right. Um, mask, the N95, with another mask over that. Not an N95, but a regular one. Gloves and gown. You're supposed to take that gown off, put it, hang it up, and use it next time you go in the room. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the exact equivalent of being told to use a condom twice. Jesus. The exact equivalent. And people that say this virus and everything isn't serious. And it's not overhyped. real, dude. It's the flu. It's not deadly. It's a joke. It's a conspiracy. They're trying to keep you in your house. One of my friends who was a nurse on my floor, she texted me last night and said, hey, I'm not going to be at work for a while. I tested positive for the virus. And work is apparently saying she has to use her sick time. And if that's the case, I'm fucking quitting my job. Really? They're supposed to pay for your, your time. Right. Off. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But if I if I have to go to work and I get exposed to a virus like this thing and they don't they don't pay for it, like I'm fucking quitting my job. I'll go work for somewhere else that cares about me. There's other hospitals getting hazard pay. We're not getting anything. I am risking. I'm this is not to exaggerate people, but I'm literally risking my health every time I go to work now and I'm not getting, I'm getting paid fucking $30 an hour for it. Yeah. I $34 think $34 because I'm on night shift and it's fucking bullshit. During this epidemic, it really became clear who the important people are in this country and who are the people we just enjoy, you know, their entertainment. So that's the thing is a lot of people are saying like athletes and everything are like useless and like actors and stuff, but in their defense, I get so much entertainment from them. Like I enjoy watching. Mo- I have. I'm able to watch movies right now. Like I wish I could watch sports during this, and those are like heroes and role models and stuff. But yes, when it is all said and done, they're not doing fucking shit right now. Yeah. And I'm the one risking my fucking life, and they're getting paid 
I think millions, millions, millions more than me. Yeah, I think they provide like a very, you know, a thing that we really, you know, love. We love sports. We love our entertainment and it's not devaluing. And also there's very few of them, you know, that are good at it. But I think Mm -hmm. what we're going to learn from this is that their opinions don't matter jack shit. Like, I don't get why we listen to those people, you know, as opposed to, you know, people like you who are on the front line during pandemics when it comes to, you know, politics and stuff. We like to listen to our athletes and actors talk about politics and, oh, you know, this and really they don't know shit because when times like this, what are they doing? They're at home. They're fine. You know, I think people like you could speak a lot more on politics and how the real world works, especially when shit goes to shit. 100 percent yeah i have a real grip on the world right people always want to talk healthcare. well so my friend posted on facebook and said you know he has a pretty big social following and he said is this uh virus overhyped or is it pretty serious and like there was a lot of comments one person just wrote overhyped in all caps and i looked and saw that his job was online personal trainer i said says the guy who's sitting at home working from his desk. Right. <laughs> like what the fuck do you know and then my buddy who had posted the uh the comment and i never reply to comments like that but he did not reply back to me you almost yeah um, you don't really post on actually, social uh-uh. and then uh my friend that i'd started the whole post actually messaged me and said hey um you know he he sent me in voice messages but he said like hey the thing um, his name's Jeff Katz, personal trainer. Shout out, Jeff. Um, really good online personal trainer. Uh, he basically said, the one thing that I know about this virus is that I don't know anything about this virus. And I wish more people were like that. And so he wanted to get my opinion. He's like, I can look on the media, blah, blah. He's like, I want to just hear it from the horse's mouth. Right. And I was like, yeah, here's what's going on with it. Here's what I'm dealing with. He's like, okay. He's like, I trust your opinion over anything else that I've heard or seen. And he was just wanted to know like hey is it actually serious like what's going to happen if i get sick right so i think that's what most people want to know mm-hmm. and then we have brad who is having to work at the grocery store and he's not getting paid anything extra and he's fucking I get feeding people two dollars an hour extra hey you're getting paid extra two dollars an hour you're getting paid extra, and I'm not. How much are you making in an hour right now? 26, 28? 28. I need a new fucking job. But I am appreciative that they are giving us a $2 an hour raise. But I guess we're kind of like the second line. I would say you guys are the first line, medical. And then the one place they told everyone they could still go is a grocery store. So, yay. Let's just say that I've had to wipe someone's ass who's tested positive. So yeah. let that sink in. And I'm getting paid $30 an hour for it. And they should uh, change the word from essential workers to expendable. 100%. This whole thing's fucked. I feel like I'm not. no one cares about my health or my safety. So, anywho. I mean, there's a big group with... that still does. We do think all of our listeners yeah. definitely care about it i hope so if you see a healthcare worker thank them if you see a grocery store worker thank them if you see a gas station attendant thank them that's the one thing i will say is there has been a lot of people lately that when they're in the store they're like hey thanks for working 
and oh nurses are like fucking iron man right now dude oh yeah did you like, you're the one who I found get... that thing where it was like the avengers and a nurse in the middle mm-hmm. yeah we'll fucking make that yeah. like a post for this podcast yeah i get um i get messages from people if anyone wants to send me a message if you're listening i, I really appreciate them but i get a lot of messages from people saying like hey thanks for doing what you do and it just it makes it makes your day that much better and it makes me willing to go to work and i realize that i'm there for people and at the end of the day i, I just want to fucking help people and i know that's such a cliche thing to say for a nurse but i just want to help people you know right you know someone's someone's got to do it anywho we'll, and also we'll uh, one more thing i don't want to fucking hear from anybody who complains about being inside or how quarantine is so hard like shut the fuck up don't take advice from someone who tries to sell online supplements. That's my <laughs> advice. Yeah. Or does uh, whatever. Like I don't. I don't know, man. Like people, if, if it sounds conceited, but if you didn't hear from a healthcare worker or a nurse like me, don't. Or if you don't even, if you don't work as that, shut the fuck up. You don't know what you're talking about. So, anywho, we're gonna step away from the dark side of the yep. COVID. Um, kind of jumping into a little more fitness. Uh, oh wait, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, we found toilet paper. Are, are you actually concerned about my sleep, Brad? I am. I'm wondering how it's going because mine's oh. been a little weird. Okay, well, start us off. What's going on? Uh, I just I don't know. I have like normal days where I go to bed, and I've been going to bed really early because I've been working at nine thirty at night. Because the one cool thing I'll say about my work is they told us we could come in earlier and then get out of there before people are there. So all in all, we really avoid like almost any public contact with people. And so going to bed at one o'clock in the afternoon, one thirty, is not easy. But I do take Unisom like two to three times a week, which is like an over-the-counter sleep medication. And it's the only one that doesn't give me nightmares. But still, like, some nights I sleep fine, and then other nights I wake up, like, every hour. And I just have, like, weird dreams about, like, kind of what everything that's going on. I think my mind is just, you know, racing about it, and it doesn't know how to chill. And then other days I'm kind of at peace and just, like, you know, it is what it is, and I can sleep. And so I'm kind of, like, in the, the mix of I really care about everything that's going on. But at the same time, I'm trying to just like live my life and really I can't control everything that's going on. And I'm just going to, you know, take care of myself and do what I can. And so I think sometimes my brain's down to sleep and then other times it wants to think about everything. Um, well, I hope you can. Your sleep schedule just all is always changing. It's ever changing. Yeah. So um, I got. I ended up having to get a prescription for sleeping because since I started nights, like originally I was like, fine, I could work nights, then sleep normal, like a normal. So I work 630 at night till about eight in the morning. I get home at like between eight and 830. Um, Which is like a 12 hour shift, right? It makes for like, a, it's more like, fuck. it's always 13 hours. I'm always there for 13 yeah, hours. And if anyone hasn't done that, that's fucking brutal. Like it's not easy. Yes. Especially if it's a rough shift. Yeah. But there's a couple of things I've changed that have, are really helping. So usually I was coming home, sprinting into the shower, 
and then literally jumping into bed and I would fall asleep in like five minutes. I was like exhausted, falling asleep on the drive home. And then I would sleep until like one and I'd wake up and be like, this is terrible. So do, and I would do three in a row. So I do three 12 hour shifts in a row. So it'd be like, wake up at one, wait around to wait around till work <laughs> at six twenty, and then leave, go come home, sleep at eight fifteen, sleep till one, maybe two. Um, now I'm like more adjusted to where like I'm still awake when I'm driving home. Like I come home and I'll kick it for like maybe 15, 30 minutes. Right. Like let, I'll let my dog out tonight. I'll let her out and I'll maybe do something that I need to do. And so I'll do that and then I'll fall asleep and I still fall asleep really freaking quick. Uh, I do sleep like a goddamn champ. I have really vivid dreams. I've always had really vivid dreams. Um, it's like movies every time. You know, I get to see a movie while I sleep. It's cool. <laughs> uh, now I sleep from like 8.30 to 2.30. And that's on the days that I work. And on my days off, I can't fall asleep until like 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock in the morning. And then I'll sleep until like 2 or 3. So I'm getting I'm getting a lot of sleep, which is actually really good. It's helping with my workouts and stuff. I can feel so much quicker, I can tell. Yeah. And, uh, but... <sighs> Like, the days when it's, like, 4 o'clock in the morning and I'm wide awake, I was just like, I just want to sleep, dude. Like, everyone's asleep. I have no one to talk to. I can only play Doom so many times. Like, so I got a Trazodone prescription, 50 milligrams, which, uh, it's kind of like a lower Ambien. It, like, you take it and then it makes you get that, like, feeling where you're like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm going to fall asleep. You have to, the thing with it is, like, you it doesn't You have to go last. to sleep you have to go to sleep because like it's not going to keep you asleep mm -hmm. and like yeah. if you stay awake past that feeling of having to go to sleep like it you're you basically screwed yourself right so it sucks because like sometimes i'll take it fall asleep and then like tanaya will start scratching and like she'll be hitting the wall and i just like wake up and i'm so fucking pissed i'm like get out of my room <laughs> and i'll try to fall asleep again and usually i'll fall right back asleep Right. But it's weird. Every time I come home, I'm like, oh, I'm so awake. There's no way I can fall asleep. And I start getting anxious and I still fall asleep. I'll put a movie on. I either do like Pain and Gain or I've been doing Dodgeball lately. I'll put it on and I don't make it past like the opening 10 minutes of the movie. Ah, oh, Dodgeball is such a good one. So good. So yeah. I'm watching that a lot. Um, but and it seems to help me stay asleep. And I don't get groggy when I wake up, which is really nice. Right. Like Benadryl gives so, you. But, yeah, but I, yes, oh, God, it's like a hangover. It's like any over-the-counter um, sleep medication, it helps you fall asleep, but God, you wake up feeling like you have no life in you. Worse, yeah, worse, like it's like hard to move. Yeah, it's like you're in neutral and you can't even find first gear. Just like, yeah. ugh. That's the biggest difference is I used to be a person that woke up between like 4.30 and 5.30 in the morning, and I would wake up and I would go. Like, I loved when I was on day shift for training. Like, I would wake up, leave the house in 10 minutes, and be at work. Now it's like I wake up at 2. It takes me, like, a half an hour to get moving. And then I wait around till 6 to, like, get, put my clothes on for work and go. And I don't like that. I don't like waiting for work. I wish I could... I wish that I could, like, stay awake till, like, 10 and sleep from, like, 10 to, like, 5. Right. Like, if I could sleep 9 to 5, that'd be great. Like, wake up, have an hour be to get ready, that'd be cool. But I haven't fallen asleep before 5 a.m. in probably three weeks. 
Damn. But I, but I sleep great. I don't toss and turn or anything. Yeah, as long as you're sleeping, I mean, you're doing what's right. So. Anywho, uh, how are your workouts going? What are you doing? Uh, my workouts are going good. Definitely, like this whole thing has made me appreciate like having the gym. With like a good gym, you have so many different machines that, you know, can isolate whatever muscle group you want to work and. It really makes working out easy. Like, working out at the gym is really easy. And working out at home is definitely a lot more effort and not as much reward. But if you're, real, like, willing to do the work, like, you can still get a good workout in at home. But definitely, like, miss, like, having all the different machines at the gym, like leg press and, you know, a legit bench, a legit, like, incline bench and a squat rack and stuff like that. Just having kettlebells is not near the same, but so just doing more like high rep workouts and kind of working on, I guess, more repetitions and fucking push-ups and fun stuff like that and running a lot. Yeah, all the fitness people online or like all the YouTube channels are all making like home workout videos and they're all saying the same thing. Like the major difference you got to do is you got to usually go to failure on your lifts like if because you're doing everyone's doing lighter weight and not yeah. as isolated so it's good though to do the full you know the i guess compound exercises like if you can do squats do deadlifts and do like pull-ups and push-ups like the base of those right there those will help you maintain your muscle yeah i think that's the main thing right now is just kind of maintain <laughs> mm -hmm. like don't go back to the gym and be way weaker than you were yeah, exactly. I don't think anyone's so, trying to get buff. Just kind of keep what you worked for. But, uh, yeah, so I bought a Bowflex that is in my room. Like, I moved my room around, so I had a Bo I have a Bowflex in my room right now. And then when I bought the Bowflex, they had, like, those dumbbells that you, like, have to spin the thing on. You can add the weights to it. And, like, everyone's like, oh, don't use those. They're terrible. I'm like, well, first off, they were free. And if you want to buy, like regular dumbbells or the adjustable ones they're just so expensive and yeah. usually when you buy weights from a store the standard is uh, 50 cents per pound so if you wanted to buy two 50 pound dumbbells that's 100 pounds you're going to be paying 50 bucks for it yeah weights aren't like they're not cheap <laughs> even used weights hold their resale value but i figured i would be out of a gym for two months so i figured you know my membership's 40 bucks so 80 bucks for 100 bucks i got the bowflex with the weights and then for 50 bucks i got a um a shittier version of a stairmaster but it's still great i i use it almost every day i'll do it today i do it for 30 minutes and i i get sweating and it, it just keeps me sane like being all cooped up and now i take i usually i used to take my dog to the park and i would just throw the ball for her but now i'm like no we're going on a walk like you're you're walking me now. <laughs> so, but she loves it. She's just like I saw a meme of a dog like up on a fridge, and it's like no more walks, please. <laughs> just like too many walks. Quarantine. The dog's like no. <laughs> but no, tonight is happy that I'm I'm here more more so than not. The only thing I used to ever leave the house for was to go snowboarding, and I went snowboarding a lot this year. You know that, and like I went. I think 20 times before this happened. Yeah, you were grinding, snowboarding. Yeah, like I would have gone, I would have probably, if 
if the resorts were open, I would have come home. I would have hauled ass home, been home at eight, slept from like eight to 11. And then I get to the resort at a, at noon. And then from noon to four, I would snowboard. I would just, I wouldn't take any breaks or anything. I would just go, 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 go. And then like, I definitely would have gone tomorrow. And so like, since you bought a season pass, do you get reimbursed at all? Or are they just kind of saying it is what it is? Like, I think it's just a, it is what it is. Damn. Kind of sucks. It's got to suck for them too, to just shut down mm-hmm. while there's still snow. Yeah, seasonal. Like jobs usually they like shut down because they don't have snow. <laughs> right. They're just like looking at all course... this fresh powder. What the fuck? Oh, dude, that's the thing. It was like, like kind today... of a shitty winter. It was a shitty winter, and like the last three weeks have been just prime. Yeah. They're all, this virus will get better when the weather gets warmer. And then you look at the weather, it's like rain for three weeks. Yeah, it's snowed here in Reno a lot, dude. Like, I'll yeah. wake up, and I it's like 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and I'll look outside. I'm like, oh, shit, four inches of snow. That's happened like three or four times. It's crazy. But, no, workouts are going good for me. I still am doing, like, specific muscle group days. I'm not doing, like, I know a lot of people are doing full body. I might start doing that. The Bowflex is really good for that. Right. But I, I still have like, I still have my chest day, my back day, my leg day. And legs, I'm still able to freaking destroy them. Um, and then I do an arm day, and then I do an abs, shoulder, cardio day. But Damn, I'm doing cardio. You're after still doing 30, all of it. So yeah, cool. I'm still doing. It's like five days a week. Right. And then that sixth day, I'll do just the stairmaster. Like the stairmaster just gets me going. I like to wake up, and take my pre-workout. And then, like, I usually pre-mix my, I make my pre-workout with just water and pre-workout, but I, I put it in a shaker bottle and I put it by my bed. So, that, like, when I wake up, I just slam it and then my body's like, you have to get up and work out now. Yeah. It's also, like, a mental thing, too. If I wake up and, like, I have, you know, my coffee, like, it's, like, just a mental thing where it's like, okay, now I can go. And then... Are you drinking, are, are you drinking caffeine before your cardio? Yeah, always. Is yeah. that bad? No. Oh, okay. It gets your heart rate going a little bit faster, but it's probably that's your goal with cardio. So. so I always work out or run when I'm like fasted. So. Same. And the only, I like to just have a uh, coffee with a little bit of Kratom and that's like my pre-workout. Yep. I do and my pre-workout with Kratom. It's great. Yeah. But I do miss the gym. I I loved going to the gym. I was doing so good with my diet and everything. But yeah. But oh wells. Yeah, this fucking whole thing turned me into like a runner. Yeah, now, dude. I'm uh, like running apparently. Yep. And uh, my goal is when I'm on the stairmaster, it's to burn 400 calories. So that's at 30 minutes at 80 steps per minute. That's to burn 400. And I easily burn 100 calories when I work out. So I'm burning 500 calories a day just on my workout, which is good. That's pretty good. And you eat really clean. so. Mm-hmm. Well, not lately because I switched back to eating one meal a day just because I have so much more energy when I do that. Mm-hmm. Uh. Some of you guys know that I was doing like six meals a day and I hired a fitness coach and everything, but I was just, I can't do the six meals a day. My insulin levels go up too much and I get tired after I eat. And so now I just have so much more energy where I'll just like, I'll stay fasted, work out fasted, and I'll maybe have another form of caffeine, like an energy drink or coffee. 
throughout the night shift. Right. And like at, after midnight, dude, I don't even drink any more caffeine. Like my caffeine, when I eat one meal a day, I just have so much more energy and I just, I consume at least half of what I used to consume. I was probably consuming like, this is bad, but like probably like 500 milligrams of caffeine a day. And like now I'm like, damn, 200. That's a decent amount. Three, mm-hmm. It's like one energy drink gets me through for the day. Do you like the uh, feeling like when you're like empty stomach fasting more than like after you eat? Because I know like I like it way more. Dude, sometimes I don't want to eat, but I know I have to. Same. Like, and I love like, and I'm not, you know, you love food too. I love food, but there's something about the feeling, you know, like when you start off the morning not eating and you have a like empty stomach, but you still have energy is like such a better feeling than once you finally eat and you're like, God damn it. Now I feel slow. Yeah. You feel lighter. Yeah. You just feel like, and you feel sharper, like the way you think. Mm-hmm. 100%. It's, it's like more of the mental clarity. Yeah. I think food almost like, like clogs your brain or and, something. Yeah. And I'll get to this point of like where I'm fasted and like my body I know is you know, utilizing stored energy, like my glycogen and stuff. And I can just feel it and I feel great. And then after I eat, my body's like, Oh, why'd you yeah. do that? <laughs> exactly. And I have to, and I have to eat a big meal. So I usually eat over the course of an hour and I'm consuming depending on the, if it's a workout day or not workout day. If I know I'm going to work, if I like, I'm going to work out and go to work, I'm going to consume 3000 calories. And if not, if it's a, like like today, like where I'm just going to sit around at home and I'll do the Stairmaster and that's it, like I'm going to probably consume like 2,000 calories. And I'll do that all in one meal and it's super doable. So, so just like, one meal eat. for the day? Mm-hmm. Usually I'll eat like homemade pizza because that's high in calories. Or I'll just like slam some granola bars. I'm trying to get my carbs up a lot because it seems I keep a I keep a journal and I track like what I ate for that day and how I feel and everything and like it just seems so much better when like I'm drinking sugar now. Like I'll have like a Arizona iced tea cause it has like 20 grams of sugar, right. three servings. So I'll get 60 grams of sugar and it's just a good way, easy way to get the, uh, the carbohydrates in me. So high, <laughs> higher carb, low protein, high fat is like what I'm doing now. And I feel great. And if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. So for sure. But what are you, uh, what have you kind of diving into the movies and stuff? What have you been watching lately? Uh, so I've been doing like a lot of the 80s movies. Like last weekend I did uh, The Breakfast Club, which really favorite of mine. And then today, so today I watched uh, Back to the Future and then Back to the Future Part 2. And then probably after we get off, I'll watch Part 3 or I'll watch it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I don't play Call of Duty Warzone. Shout out, really good game to come out in a good time. It's cross-platform, dude. Hit me up. I'll play with you. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm down. Yeah, uh, I'm playing it. Declan's playing it, and he's on PlayStation, which is really cool. And Perfect. then you know Kyle. Kyle's playing it on PC. So we got yeah, you know is, a couple guys. Is playing Kyle it. amazing at this one too? Yeah, he's fucking. <laughs> it makes you mad when you watch him because he's so good. It's fun to watch. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you die like early, you know, and then you're like, yeah, well, God, I'm going to have to watch him for 15 minutes because he's not going to die. Mm. You just want to be like, die, Kyle. I want to play. <laughs> Are you still playing Dota? I am. Yeah. I played a couple games last night. 
yeah, I played those two matches, the turbos, and won both of them, and did great as Lich. And I was like, I could get back in this game. I always take a break from it, and then I start playing again. I'm like, why did I ever stop? Yeah. Same thing happens. Same thing happens with Destiny. I play Destiny, take a break, and then I like hop back on grind, and I it's a good grind game. Oh, Destiny is very fun. Like I love Destiny. I would always say, like, people who get bored, I feel like I don't have enough time in my life to do everything I want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to read books. I don't have time to read most books I want. I want to play a lot of video games. I really only have time to play one or two. Yeah, it gets to a point where, like, as you get older in life, you know, you do have to pick the things that you really do love. And, like, for me, like, people are like, what do you do? And I'm like, I, I do three things. I do four things. That's it, is that I, besides going to work and sleeping... I work out, I play video games, and I play my drums. And I snowboard. But snowboard's gone, so now it's drums, workout, video games. Yeah. And, like, when I get off this podcast, it'll probably be around, like, you know, four or five. I'll uh, I'll probably play video games on and off until, you know, five in the morning. Damn. <laughs> going hard. Mm-hmm. No, for real. Like, video games are fun. And yeah. there's a lot of good ones out right now. And Dota, definitely, though. Whatever game I play, when I go back to Dota, say, like, I play Call of Duty, you know, for a day, Mm -hmm. and then the next day I play Dota, like, I'm so, like, amazed. I don't know. There's just something about it where, like, I play it, you know, and I'm just like, God, this game is awesome. There's just so many cool aspects to it that no matter what game I play when I go back to Dota, I'm just, like, impressed with how much I like it. It's a good game. Um, Yeah, so do you want to talk about a couple more movies that got pushed back for... Yeah, tell us, tell us about them. Fill us in. Yeah, so not really a surprise, but pretty much every movie coming out from now till about July has already been pushed back. And then, so The Rock said today on his Instagram that uh, Jungle Cruise, which is obviously based on the Disney ride, which was supposed to come out in, I think, late July, early August, that's been pushed back until 2021. And then Morbius, the Marvel movie, played by Jared Leto. Ugh. But looked kind of cool. Yeah, he's like a vampire. He's like a guy that he's like dying of a disease and then he finds like a cure but it turns turns him into this vampire. So he's like an anti-hero kind of like Venom. Mm-hmm. And he's going to exist in that universe. It's owned by Sony who owns Venom. So there's rumors like Venom would be in the end of Morbius. So that was pushed back till next year and then ghostbusters afterlife has also also been pushed back until 2021 so now like a lot of movies not even just being pushed back a couple months but a whole year which is pretty crazy crazy that like we both went to see onward and that was like what three days before all the theaters closed no that was so we saw onward the week before where stuff was kind of getting weird you know Mm -hmm. and then we saw the hunt we saw the hunt like and on the way to seeing the hunt like they had you know one of the signs over the freeway like stay home stop the curve and that was back in march oh i'm glad we got to go see a movie together before it all before it all ended yeah and there's like four people in the theater yep (laughs) so yeah if you guys are staying home like you're supposed to um some good movies to watch that are on amazon right now i'll go over the amazon ones and you go over netflix Um, okay so on Amazon right now, Amazon Prime, uh, I Am Legend with Will Smith. Great kind of apocalypse movie. What better time right now to watch it? Uh, Logan Lucky has Adam Driver 
from Star Wars and Channing Tatum. Great freaking movie. Uh, Lady Bird's okay. It's kind of that's kind of like a cult movie. It won some awards. It's based in Sacramento, where we're, that's our that's our area. Midsummer, I don't know too much about. It's supposed to be kind of a weird movie, but did you see it? Yeah, so I saw it. It's it gets a little weird at the end, like a little too weird for me. But it's it a real. Uh, so it's about uh, this girl and like her friends, and they they're going on this trip to like visit this um kind of cult to people kind of like um kind of like Amish but over in Europe you know they're like this you know like Amish type cult people and so the one dude from their college like their group is from there and so he's like oh for our you know study project we'll go visit here and so they go over there and you know as things progress they find out they're like this crazy like death cult and they practice a lot of weird stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting. It's like a pretty like scary movie. But almost all the horror is done in daylight. Which is really weird. Hmm. And adds like a cool effect. And it's really cool. Just the ending for me was a little too weird. But I would still tell anyone if you like horror movies. Like definitely check out Midsummer. It's a really cool movie. And it's uh, made by the guy that made Hereditary. Ooh, Hereditary is great. Yeah, Hereditary is freaky. One of the best scary movies to come out in the last 20 years. For sure. See, and like, if you like Hereditary, dude, you're going to love Midsummer. Okay, I'm going to watch The ending might get a little weird, but you'll probably like it. And is that on Amazon Prime? That is. All right, I'm watching it. Jumping into another scary movie, one of my top three scary movies. (laughs) That's up there with 28 Days Later, uh, The Descent creepy as fuck movie it'll make you never want to go into a cave remember the cave (laughs) yes oh my god yeah um and then platoon i see on here great movie as well yeah and dodgeball's on hbo so check it out uh what's going on with netflix all right so on netflix i actually had to condense down the list because fucking netflix kills it with movies they have way too many good movies and when i actually like went through the list i was like holy shit there's a reason why it's netflix and chill and so netflix uh, is the one is the one streaming if you have to have one it's netflix Netflix. yes because the netflix originals are just too good also yeah they have the originals they have pretty much all the comedies and they still have most of the good movies so uh, starting off, uh, The Matrix, duh. Like, who's not gonna watch that? And then also on Netflix, uh, we have Shawshank Redemption, maybe one of the best movies ever. It's Question mark. On Reddit, on Reddit, it's one of the considered one of the best movies. It's one of my favorite. One day you guys will find out. Uh, Inception, which I think is an awesome movie, and also I hate people who are like, oh, I knew the whole time. Do you like Inception? I, yes, I love it, but Shutter Island, I it, like those both movies both come out at the same time, and I like Shutter Island more. Okay, it has a more so of a great Shutter Island is so underrated. Mm-hmm. I actually remember when me and you went and watched Shutter Island. We were in high school, and we went and saw it with Mom. And I wasn't, you know, I thought it was decent. I wasn't that impressed. And then I rewatched it recently, and I was like, holy shit, this is such a good movie. I think Shutter Island, like, very underappreciated. Yeah. That's by made by, what's his name? Um, Martin Scorsese. Yeah, such a good movie. Um, 
that's on Netflix as well. And if I could re- recommend any movie to anyone, I would recommend Shutter Island. It's like oh, that one's on good, Netflix too. Yeah, it's like a, a perfect murder mystery. It's just a trippy movie, and it has a lot of good um character actors, like not the main, you know, but like yeah. the secondary actors are all really good. Shutter Island, check that out. And then we got a couple more. A uh, Hell or High Water. Great movie, underrated. Which, yeah, I think one of the best ten movies of the last ten years by far. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I wouldn't say movie. that, but definitely a movie that I I can rewatch, which is really important to me. Yeah, I I love Hell or High Water. I love uh, um, Taylor Sheridan, who he also did uh, Wind River and um, Sicario. Who was he in Wind River? No, he's the director. Oh, okay. so he did Hell or High Water, Sicario, and Wind River. He's killing it. Yeah. And a cool little fact about him, he likes to run around on set riding a horse. As he should. Yeah, because he does like these neo-Western kind of movies, you know? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> So, yeah. Uh, two more movies. Um, About Time. If you guys like a good kind of romance. Not really a rom-com because there's not a lot of comedy, but a good romance movie. Have you seen that one? Mm-mm. So, it's got uh, Donald Gleason. And it's actually, it's really cool. He, like, figures out how to time travel. What's the movie with Adam Sandler? Click. So imagine if Click was not as funny, but really a little bit better and more, like, romantic. That's how I would describe it. And if you like, like, rom-coms or, like, romantic movies, it's actually a really good movie. And I don't know. There's, like, a niche... Yeah, I don't know. You like those movies a little bit. Heck yeah, I like I like movies, man. Dude, I like a good rom com. Yeah. I like a good romance movie. Like He's just not that into you, my favorite romance movie. <laughs> Such a good one. Such a good one. <laughs> my favorite is like kinda like throughout the movie they do like these like they're fake obviously, but it's like interviews with people on like love and stuff, and there's just like this random construction worker and he goes I just have a couple of tips uh, for names. Uh, it was like if her name's Nicole, if she gets, if she takes a to-go box on the first date, and it was like something else. He goes, you should probably run. He goes, it's not scientific, but don't say I didn't warn you. <laughs> and I was just like, that is fucking awesome. What do you think about um, Ten Things I Hate About You? Uh, I've never seen it. For real? Mm-hmm. Mm, that's gonna have to be a review. You know who's in that? Heath Ledger. The Joker himself. Yep. Heath Ledger. Before he went crazy. All right. And then uh, one last movie on Netflix. Inglorious Bastards. Quentin Tarantino. Brad Pitt. favorite one by him. What's up? My favorite Quentin Tarantino movie. Is that your favorite? Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. It's definitely, yeah, top one. It's, his movies are so good. It's hard to be like, that's a good one. It's like, yeah, they're all good. Inglorious Bastards, and I know we murder this and butcher it the same all the time on here, but that is one of my top ten favorite movies. Yeah, for sure. And it's like the the perfect. milk scene, or just the farm scene in the beginning oh of that movie. God. One of the oh, best but scenes. Glass of your delicious milk. <laughs> Such a good movie. Amazing actors. Yeah. To you, your family, and your farm, I say. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> So good. Um, speaking of movies, we are a movie podcast. Uh, we do movie reviews. 
Um, so we're going to do our la the last movie we saw in theaters. We did see it a while ago, so it's been a bit of a delay, but I remember the movie. It's a very easy movie to remember. Uh, you can actually watch it now. Like I know a lot of uh, movies that came out, like The Invisible Man and Hunt Showdown, or The Hunt. I'm thinking my video game, Hunt Showdown, but The Hunt and uh, Onward, those like got streamlined straight to digital. Yeah, and actually uh, Onward, you can now watch on Disney+. Plus. You don't yep. even have to buy it. Yep. So... Check so, that one out. The Hunt is a movie about that even the uh, the trailers and stuff, you don't really know what's going on. You know, these people are basically being hunted. They, like, wake up, they have these things around their mouth, and then there's a crate with guns, and then they start getting shot at, and they realize they're being hunted. And you don't know what's real and what's fake. So, uh, uh, yeah, it's... Take us, uh, take us through your your first first take, Brad. Uh, yeah. So the weirdest thing about this movie, I would say, is um, cause it was canceled. They like delayed it because there was like a mass shooting right before the movie was supposed to come out, and so they felt it wasn't right to put this movie out. What and shooting then... was it? What's up? What shooting was it? It was back in like September or of October of last year. Hmm. And having seen this movie, I don't get how they felt this would be like offensive to a mass shooting because this movie, and like you said, with the advertising, I thought it was a very like serious movie where it's like, holy shit, you know, very intense, like people being hunted and scary. And then 10 minutes into the movie, you realize this is a very satirical movie that does not take itself seriously, but in a good way. Mm -hmm. And because of that, like I was like, I was very confused in the beginning of this movie <laughs> because and they did a really good job. It, they had actors in the beginning of the movie that you're like, oh, these are the main people. Mm -hmm. And then no spoilers. Yeah, we'll save spoilers. But no, this movie, like, it's weird, like, how they marketed this movie versus how this movie actually was. This movie was <laughs> very entertaining. It was very weird. It was very satirical. It definitely, like, made fun of both sides of the political scale. You can't really say a lot about this movie until you get into spoilers, but it was a, it was a fun movie. And the one thing I'll say is, like, from the moment the movie started till it ended, I don't think I like was bored one second. Very entertaining movie. Yep. Hundred percent. Thomas, uh, I enjoyed this movie from start to finish. Exactly what you said. I'm piggybacking off that. That's my first take. Is that, that it starts and you're like, oh whoa, and then it ends and you're like, oh it's over. Like it had a very good continuous like quote unquote scene where like the movie was just as long as the event that was happening, basically. Like, granted, like, time travels a little... It, like, skips ahead in time a little bit, but it's all based on, like, one day. Right. And I just... I love movies like that, where it's, like, not, like, the course over six months and yada, yada, yada. Or yeah, and you have to, like, like do there some was, brain work. Yeah. And there was... It was one of those movies where, like, you know, like, a lot of movies have, like, their their first act, whatever, and then, like, a second, like, something bad might happen, and the person has to come back and get, and, like, train or whatever and get ready for their redemption, and then 
Like, you have usually, like, ups and downs, and this movie was just the same the whole way through. There was no, like, low point or high point. It was just it had this middle point the whole way through. So, that's my first my first take. Yeah, and, I don't know, it's hard to say a lot of stuff without spoilers. Um, the good thing is, the spoilers in this movie... Like we're gonna get into have to get into the spoilers to kind of explain this one, but the spoilers don't like really ruin the movie at all. No, not really. You could tell someone the spoilers, and it would still be a fun movie to watch. Yeah. So go into that the first spoiler you were kind of talking about how they and marketed it. <laughs> the one thing I will say the movie did do right away is the gore factor. Movies have this thing where either they make gore look realistic or they go over the top right away. And that kind of lets you know what kind of movie it's going to be. And within like the first two minutes of the movie, the gore factor is so insane that it kind of leads you into like, oh, okay, I get what we're doing here. Mm -hmm. Because the first scene is just like so over the top that you're just like, oh, okay. And to to back you up on that, like the movie was not trying to be something it wasn't. It knew that it was going to be like quote-unquote over the top and (laughs) knew that they're like we're not taking this serious and and the audience shouldn't either yeah and that's why i wonder why they even delayed it i don't know if they recut the movie to make it less like political you know because it has like a lot of political statements but it goes both ways on those it's really weird that they even delayed this because having seen it it's like it's not it's so satirical like no one's taking it serious yeah it's just a joke yeah (laughs) it's like this is a fucking joke guys and like if you can't make that assumption for yourself after seeing it then you're the problem yeah all right so uh jumping into spoilers because basically if you talk about any of this movie after 10 minutes it's a spoiler so yeah spoiler 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 Basically, the first 10 minutes start off and you think you know who the main characters are. They die right in front of your face. They literally get like shot, blown up. And then you think the second group of people are the main characters and they die and get blown up. And then finally, we meet like our main character. And that's where the story like really takes off. And she is a fucking badass. It's a Betty Gilpin who is a one of the main actors on glow and that's kind of where the movie like actually starts off yeah so it starts off with everyone like from the from the trailer <laughs> and stuff just fucking dying like, everyone the you main thought girl, was the main yeah like the main girl like there's a, a girl that gets shot right next to she, she goes oh my god that was right next to me and then she then two <laughs> seconds later she gets shot in the head and dies and you're like what the fuck and then that guy who you thought was gonna be the main character he goes to try and save this girl because she fell into a freaking a hole with spikes in it and it's like through her stomach and she's like it's my birthday today and you're like what the fuck and he like helps her out and then she like blows up and gets like launched back into it and then he goes and steps on a mine and he just goes and it blows up and dies and you're like what the fuck and that's where you get to the second group like you said and you're like oh these are gonna be the people it follows around because one of the guys i don't remember his name is an actor but uh he's a big actor and you're like oh okay he's gonna carry the movie this is still cool and then he fucking dies and you're like what what the shit and so it so, just sticks with this one girl and yeah, follows her I, around. yeah ike barinholtz 
I like him a lot. Yeah, he's funny. He's like in Neighbors. He's yeah. He, funny he was he was he was perfect for he this movie. He was good in too, the movie to be, like the, to be the stressed <laughs> out guy who's like, I own seven fucking guns. Yada yada yada. And so, um, on the calling card, the first blonde girl, you know, who gets shot. Her name in the description of the movie is Yoga Pants. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> they didn't even give her a name. That's funny. That is awesome. So yeah, like what it is is there's these people. It's supposed to be like a political thing, but they never really addressed it. But like there's a myth that these people are capturing people and hunting them and it like doesn't happen. And they're like, oh, we should actually do this. Like it like, kind of like plants the seed into their brains to do it. And so... It's these rich people that come together. They handpick the people that are like against their political views <laughs> and they capture all of them. And they like start, start off by being in a bunker and they hire like an ex Marine to like quote unquote train, train them. them and kind of like hold their hand through the whole process as this is going on. And like, you know, they're trying to get away. So they go into the gas station and then they like hop on a train and there's like people in the train and like, one guy's like, I know these guys are fake. They're freaking fake. And you're like, I don't think so. And like, yeah, shout out to the podcaster guy <laughs> who they yeah. selected because he called them out. Yeah, he like knew that the people on the bus were fake and like, or the train were fake. And you think they're like real. And they're like, and the army, like, which wasn't part of it, like, basically stops them. And they're like trying to tell them. And then one of the quote unquote, like, Mexican, like, crisis actors. Yeah, he goes, they're crisis actors. And the guy goes to him, he goes, I don't think he believes you, Dave. And he's like, wait, what? Hey, he just said. And you're like, oh, shit, he is freaking working with them. What happened to him, the podcast guy? He got shot. Which part, though? Uh, Right after they escaped, like, that camp. Who did he get shot by? The fake American who was, like, pretending to be, like, the guy saving them but he had he all the different ids but he didn't kill them or kill him did he no he did how like right after they figured out like he was fake he oh, got was shot he in, was he like in the trunk or something yeah i don't remember that part run me through it again i, I, I would have to watch it again but he dies like somewhere right around there where like they figure out like he's not a real you know like american embassy guy and he has all the different ids and all the different cash how they run into the uh the old guy that was with her for a while so that's after him she like runs into him yeah that's that's the only part i don't remember <laughs> yeah but then, then it, the old guy, like, you think, okay, this is, like, her sidekick. And then he turns out he was bad the whole time. Or was he? Good question. Because you don't know. They were just messing with her mind. Right. So Basically, this girl goes on a freaking John Wick rampage and just starts killing everyone. And then goes to the house where it all started. Or where, I guess, the lady was running it. And they have a great fight scene. Yeah, and so he meets up with her. What was her name? She runs into Hillary Swank at the house, or the compound. Anywho, that fight scene is great. Yeah, that last fight scene is, like, really well, like, choreographed. And you can tell, like, they actually did a lot of the stunts themselves. Like, it wasn't really CGI'd, and it felt really real. It was very, yeah. like, John Wick. 
it was all one continuous fight and it was pretty long it was like 15 minutes yeah and the whole time you're like who the fuck is gonna win (laughs) so apparently they picked this chick they called her snowball yeah apparently they picked her and they did not know that she was a fucking certified badass (laughs) so it was beast it's one of those fight scenes where you're like wouldn't they be dead by now like yeah for real (laughs) It's like in Home Alone. How many injuries can you really sustain? Right. But uh, let's get into the uh, the scoring. Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to say on it? Or I'm pretty much good. I'll I'll, I'll say it in the in the in the final review. Okay. I will say uh, this movie is available to stream right now, and it's a very fun watch. So check it out. Yeah. Um. So let's, uh, start, let's start with start with your score. You want mine? Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to very like tilted on what I want to score it. So I'm going to score this movie for what it is, is a solid 8.0. Because I mm-hmm. think this movie is very self-aware. It knows what it wants to be. And it's like a very like satirical kind of political thriller that kind of jokes about everything doesn't take itself seriously but at the same time does a really good job of making an entertaining movie and so yeah i'll give it a solid eight out of ten for the hunt was there anything that you didn't like i mean i guess like some parts you know were like a little like too satirical and so you can't take them seriously you know I don't know, because the movie's very self-aware. So it's hard to, like, you know, break down plot holes. Mm-hmm. I would say, so, like, I don't know, the main character is a little reckless for how she ends up winning the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Even though she doesn't really make a lot of good choices. She's unpredictable. Yeah. But jumping into my score, um, I rate this one pretty high as well. Like, you know, we're trying to not rate movies so high. Like, we're trying to, you know, be, I guess, cautious with our scoring. Like, if it's a really good movie, we want that high number to stick. So, eight, I think, is a little bit too high for it. Um, I would not have gone with that. But I always base off rewatchability, and I'm going to rewatch it. And exactly what you said, where this movie knows what it is, and it sticks to that. I couldn't find something in the movie I didn't like. So, I give it a seven. A solid 7.0. Right. Which, on your scale, that's a really good score. Yeah, it was it was a good freaking movie, dude. <laughs> I don't remember what I rated uh, the Invisible Man, but like I, out of all the movies we've watched recently, like even Onward and stuff, Onward was just so freaking good with the heartstrings. Onward strings. was amazing, but but it it's that's a movie I can I can rewatch is The Hunt and I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I left the theater and was like, dang, that was good. Yeah, we I remember we walked away and we're like. That was good, right? <laughs> we were like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't expect it. I had low expectations. Like, it looked really cool with the trailer. And then just that play of, you know, like, it was kind of like in the G.I. Joe movie, the second one, where, like, Chan Tatum's in the beginning. And you're like, oh, it's Chan Tatum. And then he dies. And you're like, okay, here and we go. And you're like, what the fuck? He's on the cover <laughs> of the movie. Yeah, that's so. very much like this movie. Like, ten minutes in, I was like... Oh, okay, this is what we're doing. Not what I expected, but okay. 
and they the main they kind of stuck to that. So yeah, and the main character was just like not expected. Like you would not have expected her, or been able to assume that she was going to be the main character and yeah, carry the and movie, I, and she did. She made the movie, I think. Had she not been like so good, I think this movie falls like you know a couple grades. Yeah, and uh, she's like random. So like, there's a point where they're driving in the car with this dude that's supposed to be saving them, and she goes to like stretch her legs, like pulls him to her chest, and you're like, what is she doing? <laughs> and then she just fucking kicks him out of the goddamn car, and then runs him <laughs> over, and you're like, oh my god. Yeah, she's so weird, but at the same time was... badass. What was the money they found? They found like a, a a funny thing with money in it. No, in the back of his car, he had like a bunch of different currencies. But the money said something for it. I can't remember what it said. Ooh, I don't know. I'll have to look that up. Yeah. But anywho, no. Good movie. Highly recommend to watch. Uh, as good a time now as ever to watch movies. So. Um. Yeah. But just to end on a on a note. Uh, quarantine sucks guys listen to our podcast go on a walk get outside keep your distance it helps me at work not getting uh, not getting slammed with too many patients um, my work is turning our parking garage into a 1500 bed makeshift hospital in preparation damn so yeah so we'll keep following with the uh, just the COVID yeah stay positive like there's a lot of stuff out there, you know, read a book, run, fucking, you know, play a fun game, watch fun movies, try to like stay away from the negativity. There's a lot of it out there and it's easy to find right now. And so if anything, like we hope we can be a little bit of positivity and just fun, stupid conversation and just enjoy the little things. Life isn't promised any day, not just because it's a pandemic. Yeah, and like hang out with your friends, talk to your friends. I've been talking to my friends a lot more on the phone and playing video games with my friends. And I did a Google Hangout on Friday. There was like seven of it. So it was like Ryan and Kelly and uh, Chandler and Jordan and Greg from Chico and Jacob Christian. Like we all hopped on Google and it was like a Skype date for everyone. And we played a game on on our computers <laughs> together. And it was it was freaking fun. They were all they were all drinking, having some drinks and yeah. It was, it was a good freaking time. And like, it definitely made me just like happy. And it's sad that like stuff like this makes us come together and like be closer. And everyone's like, you know, stay safe, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, people are like, oh my God, you're a nurse. Like, thank you for what you do. And I'm like, I was already doing this before. Like right. I already take care of patients <laughs> that have a disease or something that's contagious that I have to protect myself when I go into a room. So it's just another day at the office, me and you, but it's just like the stakes are a little bit higher, I guess. Yeah. So thank, thank your healthcare workers. Thank your healthcare workers. Thank your nurses. Thank your grocery store workers. Thank your essential workers. They, we, it, we are essential. We're like, I am, I've never been more proud to be a nurse. Like I got thrown, I'm still first year new grad nurse and I got thrown into the craziest fucking thing that's happened in over a hundred years <laughs> yeah for real of like of modern civilization and you know i'm happy to have my job and i'm happy to go in there and help people and i you know my mom keeps saying like oh like you and your brother are like heroes and like i i'm like you know i am like like there was a picture that we'll post it 
it was a picture of the one you were talking about where it's like the Marvel heroes. It has like Iron Man, Superman, Captain America. And in the middle, it's a picture of a nurse wearing a mask. And I'm like, that is me. Just stay positive, everyone. Like, we're going to get through this shit, you know? It's not fun. Yeah, and once, it, but once we get through it, dude, it's, yeah. all, it's all cake. We can and make it also, this, we're going to be better for it. You know, don't forget about it. Use this time to appreciate, you know, what you have. 100%. It's a good time. Stay stay positive. Be happy. You're you're not safe because you're at home. You know, you're safe. At, what's the saying? Like, you're not safe at home. It's that home is safe or like, I don't know. You're, you're you're at home you have you have a place to stay i hope <laughs> yeah. you know take care take care of your families do some push-ups yeah get that fitness in you yeah <laughs> but uh yeah so we'll we'll end this podcast um let's uh have you break it down yeah um what do you want to do next week i don't know we'll figure it out as always we'll do we'll do next sunday for sure yeah all right guys uh we'll figure out what movie we're doing next week until then, I am Brad and Thomas. You guys stay safe. Until then. Yeah. Later, nerds. Peace. Take care, guys. <laughs>